Hello and welcome to my channel, Family Tech, where you get all the tech tips, news, and information to help you understand and manage the technology in your home. Today's guest, I'm so excited because I'm not a big travel person. Um, and my daughter became a junior this year in high school. And I suddenly realized that like we haven't done anything. <laughs> and so, so like, oh my gosh, we need to like start going places. So I started like booking travel and things like that. But um, I am just so travel dumb. And I scoured Instagram looking for a great person to talk all the things about traveling. And I found our family passport. So tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do and everything. Okay. So first of all, I'm all for vacations. I think <laughs> it's so important, but that's not the only way to like do things and make memories, right? You can do all sorts of things. So I am a mom to a blended family of six. Um, I actually started my travel account. My gosh, it was like four years ago, I think. And I did it with my mom and my sister, but at the time it was multi-generational luxury family travel. We found that there just wasn't much of an audience for that. Um, but we used points and miles for everything. And so I got divorced, I got remarried, all the things, and we really started using points and miles. And so I started posting about how we were taking these trips and what it was costing us and how someone else could do it. And that's that's actually where we really started to grow. So that's what we do. Um, one of the things I do love though, when we blended our family, so my husband and I, he brought two, I brought one, and then we have one together. We went and met with a child psychologist and we were just kind of like, I mean, because you have trauma and getting divorced, right? You both have baggage and everything. I'm child of divorce. Yeah. yeah. And so we were like, how do we make this the best, the easiest? How can we blend our family like in the best way? And he said that there were three things that, so he's, he's older, he's older in his career. And he said there were three things that he always likes to ask his older patients. So when they come home from college or when they're getting ready to graduate high school, like what were the things they remembered about their childhood? Where are their happy memories? And he said, there are three things that always come up in the conversation, the meals that they ate together as a family, the traditions that they had and the vacations that they went on. So I don't love to cook, but I can yeah. really do traditions and vacations really well. So we just decided like, I love to travel anyway. And so we've really leaned into that. So that's what we do. Anyway, that's my story. I that's how it. it works out. Yeah. We'll get along great because I am a terrible cook as well. <laughs> Like half the days I'm like, hey, you guys, can you, you just want some cereal again? Yeah, do you because... want some French toast or cereal? I know. <laughs> Little Caesar's pizza. Right. Yeah. But luckily my kids are old enough now that they just like, is there anything for dinner? And I'm like, no. And they're like, all right. And they're like, go make their own dinner. <laughs> Pull out some quesadillas. Right. Exactly. So like, I might know a lot about technology, but like cooking, crafting, all of that, uh, not, not, not your forte. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I wasn't, I always say I wasn't in that line in heaven. That wasn't like my skill set or my talent yes. that I came to earth with, yes. you know? <laughs> I was not in that line. That's absolutely correct. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. So um, let's first talk about research. Okay. So, you know, I'm like, okay, my daughter's a junior. What are the what like best do? trips? Like, what do we do? I know we need to go places. So how do you figure out like, Okay. where to go and what to do. Okay. So uh, there are lots of different ways and I need to just give a little heads up. My baby is napping, but I just heard him screech. So oh, sure. if I have to like go and grab oh, him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go. But um, no worries. So I honestly, this is so basic, 
but Google is such a good place to start. Like best vacations for juniors in high school. It's such an easy place to start, but I also really love, I love um, Travel and Leisure. They're a really great resource. They have a real wonderful website, things that you can check out. Condé Nast is really great too. And they just give like all of these good recommendations and you can look at domestic travel versus international travel. But honestly, and I know this is about tech, but I would ask your daughter, I would ask her, where do you want to go? Because she's on her phone. She sees things. She hears her friends going places. Like ask her, this is probably the least techie thing that we do when it comes to travel, but we'll sit down as a family and I have like a three by five little piece of paper or whatever. And we just are like, where do we want to go? And we create a little bucket list and then we research that using the tech. So for me, I think looking on Instagram is a good place. Pinterest is always a great spot. But basic, go go basic at first in in what you want to do. That's that would be my recommendation. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, speaking of like this has nothing to do with anything, but she is actually going to Thailand on Monday. Oh, that's so, so fun. That, <laughs> it's a little scary because she's going on a humanitarian trip, you know, so okay. she's going by herself. But um, but like, you know, where do you want to go? Like that was like on her list. Like, I want to go to like that's so awesome. So there. awesome. So yeah. fun. She's gonna have fun. Hopefully. She is, yes. And <laughs> your mama heart is a little bit like, oh my yeah. gosh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, well, because she's my oldest too. So yes. definitely, definitely difficult. But so we'll now that great. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We started like I we went to the store yesterday and like started getting all the things together. Um, so what about deals? So now, okay, I want to go to Thailand. I mean, not obviously okay. don't want to go to Thailand, but <laughs> let's but, say you do. Let's say you do. Now, where would I go to like okay. find the best deals? Okay, so there are a couple of different options, and there's actually two different schools of thought here. So in the travel world, you have points and miles as a currency, right? So you earn your points and miles, and you can spend those, and then you also cash. So finding deals for those two things are different. So there are some really good resources for points and miles. I love one called Aways, and I also love something called Point.me. And you can go and you can type in where you want to go, and it'll give you all the deals and how you can get there on points and miles. But if you're going cash, let's say you're going cash and you want to go as a family, over Christmas to Thailand or whatever, I really like to start with the Google Explore flights section. And I just like to explore that. Google flights. Yeah. Yep. It's basic. It's easy. It's intuitive. It's great. But Google is limited. Google flights is limited because it only gives you so many options and they're usually US based airlines. So I then really love Skyscanner. I like to go to Skyscanner for flights. And the best thing about Skyscanner is you can put in, they have a couple tools. One is the cheapest date tool. So I could put in like, I want to fly from LAX to Bangkok. And then instead of picking a date, I just select cheapest dates and it'll tell me, oh, well, here's when I can go for the cheapest. So I really like Google as Skyscanner for that. Something else that I like about Skyscanner is it lists all of the smaller local airlines to an international airline. So you're not limited to Delta, American Airlines, United. So that's a right. really great option. For hotels, and this is such an underutilized tool, Google Hotels is so great. And you can get in and you can see that. But I also really suggest um, like signing up for a few free alerts. Like there are really great ones. Pamelo Travel is a really good one. Um, Scott Spell Street that. Flights. Pamelo. So like Pamelo Travels, so like Pamelo Dunes. I think it's P. I need to, I need to look it up. It's okay. P-E-N-A-L-O, <laughs> Pamelo. So it's like okay. Pamelo Travel. Yeah. Um, that's really great. Scott's Cheap Flights are great. Um, Jack's Flight Club. They also have these, they, they have these free email lists that you can get on. Well, they'll send you deals. So that I really, really like that as well. 
That's awesome. And so it, you brought up another point that I did not think of previous because I'm a travel idiot. Um, <laughs> but points and miles, like what are the best like ways to accrue points and miles? So my first recommendation is you need a specific app and it's called Travel Freely. And I will send you the link so you can have that and you can list it. Great. It's so yeah. awesome, but it's a free app and it has like this card genie feature where you can get on and you can see what card works best for you. And it'll tell you like, are you spending lots of money on groceries? Well, then this card is right. So the first thing you want to do is just ditch your, your debit card. If you can responsibly use a debit card, you can absolutely responsibly use a reward travel credit card where you're getting points and miles in return. But this right. app is super great because it'll just, it ranks those cards for you and it keeps track. It keeps all the different rules that you might need to know. So it's a really great free tech resource that you can use to just get started. So that's where I would say get started there. If you want to Perfect. dive into it, they have a good like little series of like, there, there's some videos that go over, you know, here's what to do and here's how to earn. And here, if you need to cancel a card, here's how to do it, stuff like that. It's a really, really great resource. And I'll send you that link because I love that app. In terms of finding those deals, it, like I said, point.me is a really great one for flights and then a ways, but with a Z, not an S is for sure. hotels and they're so good. But when you use your points and miles, you're getting things for basically free. So that's really awesome. Right. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, is I am the same way. Like I have credit cards, but right. I just pay them off every month. Yeah. And if you can use a debit card successfully, you can use a credit card successfully. Sure. You just pay it off every month. Exactly. And if you're already just buying groceries, why not get why not earn some free, free vacations? Travel on it, right? right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So travel freely is where I would start for sure. And then like I said, I'll send you that link because it's so awesome. Cool. So I have what are some of your favorite vacation spots? And let's okay. preface this too with your family and with just your husband or okay. something. And then even if like you have solo places that you like to go, like, okay. or so, girls trips. Yes. So we, I've been to over 50 countries. And so it's actually easier for me usually to say where I wouldn't go back to, but I do have a few really favorite places. So I love China. I think China is I've been to China. So That's awesome. the only yes. place I've been outside hey. of the U.S. How did you like it? That's kind of like a, a wild place to go for your first trip. What did you think of it? I loved it. I went, um, Lenovo is a company that makes computers. Um, yes. They brought me out to China. So I was with Lenovo. Um, oh, fun. And so like they brought us to like the Great Wall and yes. to Forbidden City. And then we like had our event that we had to like go to and things like that. But Okay. But yeah, I thought it was fabulous. The only thing I had, to, I struggled with was the toilets for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. The squatting toilets. Yeah. <laughs> I did not understand the concept and like, so I might get a little too much information here for a second, <laughs> but I like the very first night we landed, we went straight to like this really uh -huh. fancy restaurant, right? Fancy, yeah. fancy restaurant. I like, okay, I need to go to the bathroom. I go into the bathroom and it's like, it's a really, hole. it's a hole in the ground. Yes. And I'm like, how do I use this? I literally sat on the ground. Oh, <laughs> oh that's hilarious. Yeah. By the end of the trip, I had it figured you out. figured it out. But like, and lucky my hotel had like a regular toilet. But yes. Uh, but yeah, that was the big thing that tripped me up in China. And then so, the fact, the great China firewall is the other thing where yes. you can't get to Instagram or Facebook. Right. Or any of the Microsoft products and things like that. Yes, that, was, that's, that was difficult. That's an interesting thing to navigate, isn't it? Yeah. It's that's really, really, really interesting. Um, the hilarious thing is if you go anywhere where they have a lot of Chinese tourists, they on the toilet, so like let's say it's a standard Western toilet, 
there are signs with like a little person that's like, you don't get up and stand on the toilet. You sit on this toilet. So it, it goes both ways, right? <laughs> they, I, obviously, people are confused when they come here to, to the US or Europe. But yeah. so China is up there. Botswana is up there for me. Um, Venice, France. Mm. I, I mean, there's some really awesome places. I love Norway, too. Um, Colombia. I really, really love, but, but, but then at the same time, I love going to Disneyland with my kids. You know, it doesn't always have to be China or Botswana or whatever. Um, I, oh yeah, I see. I think my most favorite recent trip was Egypt. Oh, so cool. We took our one-year-old over Christmas because we're blended. So right. my other, so my stepkids were with their mom and my, my little one was with his dad. And so we went to Egypt with my one-year-old and it was so awesome. It was everything that I wanted it to be. But I teach art history in like my oh, day job. Cool. And so yeah. like art and history is always so awesome. So wow. Me, that's awesome. That. Yeah. And obviously Hawaii with kids, like it Bora Bora. I don't know. I could go on and on about all the places that I love. It's it's not super easy. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing on my bucket list, and I do not have a bucket list. I just like, you know, like I said, we're right. not like big travel people. I don't have a real bucket list, but I do have one thing on my bucket list and that is to visit every Disney park. Okay. So, I've been to the, you know, I've been to Anaheim. I used uh -huh. to work at Disney world in Florida, okay. but like, um, I want to go to the Paris Disneyland. I want to go to Tokyo. I want to go to Shanghai. Like yes, the, that's I, so fun. I've got to go to all of the Disney parks. So that's you the can do only it. thing on my bucket list. Yeah. So we've done Disney Paris, Disneyland oh, Paris, fun. but we're going to Disney Sea and Disney Tokyo in April. And I can't oh. wait. That will be so fun. I've heard amazing things about it. Yeah. Well, so I watched a document docu-series called uh -huh. Imagineering on Disney Plus. Um, and it literally is talking about like the, the construction of every of the Disney parks. And For when sure. it was talking about Disney Seas and Tokyo Disneyland, I was like, <gasps> supposed to be like, awesome yeah the best part is is we're staying for free <laughs> we're staying for totally free there so i'm so excited so yeah, that's awesome. awesome with points and stuff yeah. is that, yep that's yep. awesome we did get a comment here uh using credit card points to bring my whole family to mexico at christmas Yay. So. that's the best yeah that's so awesome um this is actually my sister her her son is getting married in mexico that's oh, not what fine what that i want to get married in mexico yeah. <laughs> well, he's marrying a Mexican, so uh -huh. that's so fun. What yeah. a fun, fun family trip and free. I mean, you can't beat that, right? That's the best. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so now that we've booked our trip, we know where okay. we're going. How do you plan the trip? Like, what? How are you booking? Keeping track of different events? You know, you're going to okay. go to the Great Wall. What What do you yes. do from there? So this is where I actually get like really techie and I get like into the nitty gritty of tech. So like the first like kind of high level, it's like, oh, let's just Google. Where do we want to go? Whatever. It's the planning thing that I get really techie. So the first thing, yeah. especially is moms, right? And we know the data says that 70% of trips are booked by the woman in the <laughs> family because that's just I kind of that. How, it, how it goes, yeah. right? And in not all families, but like that's how it was in my family. That's how it is in, in my family. Um. So, and when you have lots of kids, that can be hard managing every confirmation number and every ticket. So the first thing is TripIt. I mm -hmm. love TripIt. Have you heard of TripIt before? I haven't. Yeah. Okay, like I said, I'm, I'm travel okay. dumb. TripIt is phenomenal because anytime you book anything, so let's say you book an Airbnb or you book a flight or you book a tour and you get that confirmation in your email, it'll upload into your TripIt itinerary and it keeps track 
of everything for you because it's so easy. I can't even tell you. I mean, I teach people how to travel for nearly free. And there have been times where I've booked a flight and I forgot I booked it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just paid for that flight and I didn't even take it. Like, because it's hard to keep things organized, right? So TripIt is my favorite and it just comes in your email. They have a free and a paid version. I would say start with the free version and see how you like it and how it works in the interface um, and then go from there. So TripIt is my number one recommendation just to kind of keep track of things. My second- What can it keep track of? Like just- Any sort of travel itinerary, flight, hotel- anything, it'll keep track of and it uploads it into an itinerary for you. So cool. that is really awesome. So like tickets, like when we bought tickets to the Louvre, they were right there and uploaded oh, it and cool. said on this day, here's, this is where you're going to be. Um, I've even had some transportation, like train tickets or like a, an Uber that's been done in advance. It'll, it'll take care of it. Um, I, it, it, like with any tech, there can be glitches. And so I like to just kind of like cross check it and make sure, but it's a really good starting place. Yeah. And then I love using Viator is a search engine How to do you determine Viator is V. So I'm horrible at spelling. It's V I A T O R Viator. Okay. And it's owned by TripAdvisor. So I don't actually love to book through Viator necessarily. It's more like a booking platform because I can find, I've found that I can book through the tour guide direct for cheaper, mm-hmm. but Viator is the best search engine to find activities to do in a oh. location. So like if I'm going to Amsterdam, I can type in best things to do in kit with kids in Amsterdam and it's going to pull up all the different tours and things that are available there. Cool. And you have to do a little bit of sleuthing to figure out, like you have to go deep down into the website to see like the actual tour provider, but then I just reach out to that tour provider but we've done some amazing things that I found through Viator that I didn't even know was possible. So, you know, like a a painting class or a ceramics class or a cooking class or a safari or something like that, that you can find these awesome offerings of what to do somewhere through Viator. And I also love because it's, they're all rated. So you can see like, oh, this activity wasn't that great or this activity isn't super good for kids. And so it's just a good resource. I really like starting there. That's one of my favorites favorite spots to go to get those, those creative planning juices flowing. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and then if at any point you need to go get your son, I don't... can you hear him screaming? <laughs> I oh. just heard just barely like, like he's, gonna, he's just going like, to have to uh, do like all I heard is, uh. it's, uh, it's nap time and he's turning two next oh, week. And so he's starting shoot. to like trying to phase out, but I'm not, not ready to yeah. give that up. So he's just going <laughs> to Talk about good parenting right there, right? Oh, yeah. No, no. That is good parenting, actually. (laughs) Just if you were to run run to his aid, I would would judge. But (laughs) well, if it's not too loud, we're just going to keep it. It's really not. Like, I I could just barely hear it. I was like, oh, he's sad. (laughs) He is sad, but he'll survive. He'll be okay. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. um, So we booked the trip. We've figured out things to do. Let's talk packing. packing. So what are your travel tech? essentials. Okay. And then, so, and do you have anything you use to like keep track of what you've packed and things like that? So my packing is, I am not good at this. <laughs> I am such an overpacker. And when you have kids, it's actually really oh. hard when you're traveling with a baby to not overpack, especially oh, when you I'm go sure. places like China and Egypt, because you're like, well, what are the, what's the diaper situation there? Right. You know, how, how do we manage this? So, yeah. so in terms of like effective packing, like not overpacking. I'm actually not the person you want to talk to. I will tell you how to get your bags free. I will tell you how to fly for free and where to stay for free and have this five-star vacation, but I'm the idiot that's hauling way too many bags. So (laughs) I, the tech on that, I'm not super great. I do know that some people really love packing apps. Yeah. 
or they, like, I use one for sure. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. You yeah. Know what? You give me the advice yeah. on that because I am not good at that. I have a piece of paper and I write things down as I go. It's not super effective. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to be upfront about that. I wish I was like, no, you're that. totally I'm good. Not. But um, my tech mm. in terms of like going everywhere. So I know you're not a big Apple fan. I know you are an Android. Yes. Hey, yes. so. But I do have, I have an iPhone here. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that I use for testing and things like that. I just, I don't use this as my daily driver. Like Android for the win. So my husband right. is Android for the win too. He yes. is live and breathe by Android. I'm Apple and that kind of was just default. That's what I had yeah. as a teenager. And then in my college years, I had a Mac. And then, so then it's like, you just build on that. And I'm like, I don't want to switch right. everything over now. Everything's here. Yeah. So for me, yes, my most important piece of tech in my packing is my Apple World Traveler adapters. Oh. So they're the best. So I'm going to show you. So you know how like your Apple chargers on your computer and everything I have one right here. So you yeah. have this, right? Yeah. So the World Travel ones, you just pop this part off. I can't. Okay. Yeah, pop it off. Yeah, you're and, good. And then it puts in, then it has all of the different, like, okay, if you're in Europe, here's the, the power adapter that you need. If you're... In China, here's the power adapter that you need. And I think it's like $40. Those oh, that's nice. travel kit, and it all comes together. Yeah. So I use that all the time. That's like my number that's one. That's directly from Apple. Like it's you just directly get the from Apple. World yep. travel kit. Yep. Okay. And I've tried like the more knockoff ones that you can get for cheaper on Amazon. And honestly, it's not worth frying your phone yeah. or your curling iron or whatever <laughs> it is that you need, you know, when you're there. So I yeah. just, we've, one time I used a cheap one and I could smell like that Bernie, you know, that like, oh yeah, tech, tech smell. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my computer is like so hot. Like I've got to unplug it. So that's my, that's my number one thing. To, um, also yeah. something else is we live in this world where we're so used to having our phones, right? And we can get any information that we want, any map that we want, whenever we want. I can't tell you how many times I've been burned by that. And I've learned the hard way to download offline apps. That is so important because there are times where you're somewhere and you don't speak the language. You're like, I don't know how this public transportation system works or I don't. And I'm so used to just having my phone tell me, you know, you do this and this and this. And then if it's not available or if you're in China, right. right. And there's this firewall or some like service just isn't always the same everywhere. So I am a big believer in downloading offline apps. So again, kind of basic, kind of simple, but something that we actually forget about a lot. So yeah, I have a funny story about that. And like, and if my sister's still here, <laughs> she was there. Um, we went to um, Yellowstone and yes. we were, we got an Airbnb or a VRBO or something near, like actually it was- you, in, like, you know how to travel. You know that Airbnb and VRBO, go you. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I, we go somewhere as a, like siblings, like, so we have two brothers and then us like in all of our families, like every other year. Yes. And so we were going to Yellowstone. We went to big sky, Montana. That's where we were staying and we, we had a VRBO, but I didn't download the directions or anything like that. And neither did she. And our husbands got so mad at us because we were trying to find the VRBO and like we couldn't find it and we had no service. For sure. and, <laughs> and you don't know where you're going, right? And that's in the States. That's here in the that's here in the States. So imagine being in like Japan or Thailand and you're like, what? What do I do? I don't even know. So I'm, I'm actually a big believer in whatever, whatever. I love Google maps. I think Google maps is my favorite. Um, but downloading that off that offline map to help you. Yeah. 
I 100% sign off on that for sure. So my, my two tech recommendations, if you are an app, Apple person, the world traveler adapter kits are so perfect because it's, it's not going to fright any of your stuff. They're perfectly geared toward your Apple products and then download, download those apps, man. And actually I would say, and I know that this is silly, but I don't have to take my camera anymore. I'm not hauling around a big camera anymore. I have my phone and Google photos is perfect between my husband's Android and my Apple. Like we love it. So I know again, basic, super basic, but it's so easy and so simple to use. Yeah. Um, I also love Google photos. And I, like you said, when you like double check things, I also have Dropbox on my phone. So it it uploads to Dropbox and it uploads to Google photos at the same time. So I'm like doubly protected. I've got my photos like saved, but same, like I recently, I don't remember where I was going, but, um, oh, like we went on a cruise. And I'm like, should I bring my camera or not? Like, and I had this like internal debate. I'm like, I really don't need it. Like I've yeah. got my phone. So really don't. totally feel you there. Um, when my daughter goes to Thailand though, she will not have her phone. So we did just buy her like a little point and shoot. Polaroid. That's awesome. Yeah. So, that's so fun for her. That'll be fun. Um, but the app I use for packing is called Pack Point. I had to look Pack it up. Pack Point. Okay. I'm going to yeah. write that down. And then what's cool about it is I can set up like just my typical packing list. So yes. that like next time I go on a trip, like it just populates everything populates it. I want to pack and I'm I'm good to go. And I like, it'll ask me how many days I'm there and it'll like adjust stuff. Oh, that's like, awesome. For is it free or is it paid? Yeah, I don't pay for it. So that's awesome. Pack point. Yeah. And it doesn't have like super annoying ads or anything like that. Not that I've seen. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm I'm going to download that sucker right now. Yeah, you should. <laughs> um, and then it also like asks you where you're going and it'll tell you like the weather that's supposed oh, to that's be. Perfect. That so like you can pack accordingly. Yes. But, um, so I really like PackPoint um, just because like I've got my list in there. I'm ready to go. I don't have to like keep recreating that. Right. Um, but one thing I do pack, like I don't do a lot of international travel, but a um, power strip. I oh, always bring a power yes, strip. Yes, that's helpful. My, my my husband's the one that always packs that. But a power strip is really, really, really helpful. And you can even get like international ones. So if you get on like, you get on Amazon, you can look at like power strip, like a, an EU power strip, and then you can take that and that's super helpful. And then I I totally spaced Google Translate. I like oh, to have that, yeah. that downloaded too for international travel. I mean, most most people are going to speak some form of English almost anywhere you go, but there are those times like I, so I have celiac disease too. And so I like to be able to put in my Google translate. So there's like, no, you know, that's, that's really helpful. So I, I think offline Google maps or whatever map feature you like, I know Apple maps, you can do down I'm offline Google translate and then a good adapter that you know is reliable and good. Yeah. Um, speaking of Google Translate, how best, like, like I said, I don't do a lot of international travel. How would you recommend using something like Google Translate? Like you, you come across somebody who's not really speaking English. Uh-huh. Like, do you type it in and like show it to them? Or like, how, how does that communication <laughs> usually go? The funny thing is, I mean, there are, I hate like the stereotype of the dumb American tourists, right? So <laughs> we usually try when we go somewhere to, have, to book a local guide. I really like oh, it. So like, I love to travel for free right mm-hmm. I love to get my flights and my hotels and stuff but I do like when I travel somewhere like Egypt or Botswana or whatever where their their economy really does rely a lot on tourism we really try hard to spend money in country on a local guide so nice. we don't we're not using Google Translate all the time we like to try to have someone that we get like a little bit of 
culture from and we can learn from and stuff like that. But there are times where like you're out and about on your own or you're not sure how to explain something to someone. We were one time in Costa Rica and there was a bat. There was a bat in our, we were staying in a rental property and there was a bat and the the cleaning crew came and we were trying to tell them bat. And we could not figure out like, bat. How do we say bat? And honestly, we typed it into our Google translate and we showed them. We're like, okay. And that's, that's what we do. And actually most people are used to that. They're most places we've gone. They're like, pull out their phone. They have Google translate and they're like, just what, tell me what it is that you need. Um, and so that's, that's what we do. So I might be like a straight idiot. I might be breaking all sorts of cultural norms, but there are times where I'm like, help me. Please get rid of this bat. Yes, yes, help me with this. So that's what we do. And again, rudimentary, not super great, but it's 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 effective. And yeah. Google Translate isn't always perfect either, but it, no, it's, yeah. you know, if you're like, oh my gosh, I got to get to the bathroom and I don't speak Chinese, like, what do I do here? Then, yeah. then that's really helpful. Yeah. Um, it, it just reminded me, like, I took a lot of French in high school. Like, okay. I took five years of French, but I don't speak right it well anymore yeah and so i was working at disney world and a couple came up to me and they're like you know i could understand well first note they asked if i spoke german i'm like i don't speak german and then they asked if i spoke french and i'm like oh wait yeah we should probably no sprechende deutsch but yeah like, no <laughs> yeah we oui. and so like i could understand what they were saying to me but for the life of me i couldn't come up with the words to like tell them and this is before smartphones because i'm old and <laughs> so i'm like over there like I knew what they like what they wanted but I couldn't like come up with the words so like that would be really helpful when you're like just trying to like when you're tongue-tied and sometimes when you're like you're flustered right you you know you're on a train and you know you need to get somewhere but you're not sure like what stop sometimes just being able to be like okay I'm gonna plug this in my phone and this person next to me looks nice and can you help me but that's helpful yeah that's awesome All right. So what about, you've got some young kids there. What about technology rules during vacation? Okay. So I don't know if you're going to like this one or not, but on the airplane, now not anything goes in terms of like rating. It's not like my kids are saying like grand theft auto or anything (laughs) like that. But honestly, it is unlimited screen time. Like you break out that phone, baby, and it'll entertain you for 12 hours, man. Like go to town. So on the airplane, and I know some people feel really strongly against this, but I do not. If I'm trying to survive a long haul flight with my four kids, like, oh my gosh, my toddler wants to watch five hours of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, like all four. More power to you. Yeah. Yep. So we, and that's actually one thing that my kids kind of look forward to in our vacation because we do limit screen time at home, but it's like, oh yeah, we're going on an airplane. We can play video. I can play Minecraft for 10 hours and my mom's not going to bug me. I actually do have to sometimes like tell my kids like, you got to go to sleep, like turn that thing off for a little bit, but it's, it's unlimited screen time for, for flights and I honestly sometimes that. even road trips if it's a long time oh, I know yeah. that they're supposed to like look at scenery but sometimes it's like I gotta survive being in a car for 10 hours with the four of you so whatever whatever we need to do to make this happen yeah in destination we really limit that we really 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 limit that like I'm talking like either non-existent like we put yeah. the phones away and they but see I have little kids I don't have teenagers yeah I'm um, when I was a teenager smartphones weren't a thing yet, but I did have my own cell phone. 
And my parents learned really fast that I was happier on vacation when I had a little bit of time to check in with my friends. So I do know some families that travel that they're like, they build in like some downtime, like, you know what, check in with your friends. That's important to you. And you're, unfortunately our social life is so tied up into our phones. Um, so then I think as my kids get older, we will allow that a little bit more, but there are times where we're like, we're somewhere so cool. Like, yeah, just no phones. That's just how it's going to be. You know, you can, and, and that, that works for us now for our right. phase in life. I think as my kids get older, um, and I'm not a fan of having kids on social media, like my, my kids having their own social media accounts. Yeah. So, you know, when they turn 15, 16 and they start getting those accounts, I don't, we'll have to reassess, you know, do you post while we're actually there? Do you have to post yeah. later when we get home? You know, the safety rules there. Thankfully, yeah. we're not we're not there yet. So I will say with my little ones, it's full screen time ahead. And then we, we limit that when we are somewhere. Yeah. And I like that. Um, and like, I do have teenagers, so my daughter's 17 and my son is 14. So, um, they, I, we do let them, you know, we went on a cruise and let them, you know, do Yeah. They need need time, right? That's, that's, that is part of their social life. Now that's the world that we live in. Yeah. Um, so restricting that is tricky, but having some boundaries, I would say actually the person that needs some boundaries on vacation for tech is mom. Yeah. It's, it's me because my, <laughs> that's my job. And there are times yeah. where my husband's like, can we not take pictures for yeah. like three hours? Can we like put our phones away? So actually yeah. the person that really needs the boundaries is, is, is me. So I'm working on like no tech time, like being really present. Um, yeah. you know, <laughs> sometimes that's hard. Cause like, Oh, this would be a perfect reel. And right. so, yeah. So yeah. that's, but timers, you know, you can set up timers on any mm-hmm. option. All my kids have gab watches and we love that when we travel because there is that, oh my gosh, we're somewhere foreign and it's different. Yeah. There's something so reassuring and being able to be like, oh, we can, we can see exactly where you are. You know, yeah. you get lost here or whatever. So that's helpful too. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Um, I love that. It's me. I'm the problem. I am. <laughs> it's, it's me. I'm the problem. I'll pull a full Taylor Swift on that one. Like yeah. it's, it's me. Yeah. Um, so is there any part, um, uh, I don't even, I just got tongue tied. Um, like how has technology enhanced some of your vacations? So I'll just give a quick example. When we were in Yellowstone, there's a Yellowstone app that you can like pre-download because there's like no service there. Right. And it will be like, oh, and this is the like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, wow, that's like really helpful to like have it's this so app. Fun. Yeah. So have you found stuff like that in different locations? So I really love, there's one that's like free walking tours all over the world and it's called GPS My City. So that's a really fun one because you you pull it up and it's like, oh, here's this and it gives you some information and here's this and it gives you some information. And so you can do that in Amsterdam, in Tokyo, you know, wherever. So I love, love that one. I think that that is so awesome and it's, it's free. So it's a great, great option. And I do think they have a premium. If I remember, I think they have a premium option. So there's not ads and stuff, but I don't remember the ads being a big deal. And then I also love if you're a road trip family, or even if you're not a road trip, my husband and I did this when we were in Hawaii last year, it's called road trippers. And you put in where you are and where you're going. So like, if you're like, I'm in Waimea and I want to drive to Hana in Hawaii, it'll say, oh, here are all these really cool stops. And here are some ratings along the way. So that's really awesome because sometimes you're driving somewhere, you're going somewhere and you're like, I didn't even realize that there was this really cool 
option. Um, road trippers works best in the U.S., so it's not like super awesome. And there was one, and I actually was trying to because I saw your question prompts. There's one that we used in Italy, and it was like a point and shoot program where you could look at something and it would tell you this is what it is and this is how old and this was the Caesar that commissioned it and stuff like that. But I couldn't find it for the life of me, but there are those cool things all the time. But my favorite are the GPS My City and then Road Trippers are really great. Yeah. So I don't know what app you're specifically talking about, but I know Google Lens could probably do. Oh, yes. That does that too. To that. Yeah. yeah. So, and Google Lens is available for iOS and Android. Yes. Um, but yeah, I love using Google Lens, even like just as, you know, a field journal, I'm like, oh, what's this plant, you know? And I yes. can lens it. Yes, that's such a good idea. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. But those are my two favorite. I love that. Um, so what about technology hiccups people should be aware of? When, I mean, you definitely already called into one, which is the like. Okay. Well, I tell you, I'm going to tell you this is my biggest technology hiccup that I see happen all the time. And I've, I've made a mistake on this too. It's not printing out. And I know it's like environment, don't waste paper, stuff like that. When you book airfare or your hotel, print out your reservations. And I know having it on your phone is great. And we have the the barcode that we can scan. But the problem is, is like if, if, if an airline bumps your flight, it's going to change that in that app. So if you go and you try to talk to a representative and you're relying on the app to be like, no, I actually was on this flight. I need your help. There's so many like channels to be crossed that it's way easier to pull out your printed confirmation and say, okay, here is this confirmation. I realize my phone is telling something different, but this is what I booked. I need your help. And yeah. we that happened to us multiple times, one at a hotel, um, where the reservation was double booked and then it was canceled without us knowing it. But my mom had printed out her reservation. And so then they were like, oh yeah, we, but, but that would be my like technological hiccup is if you are solely, and it's how awesome is it that I can take my phone, I can swipe up, I can get my tickets, I can check in my, I can check into the flight. It's awesome. But there are times when that, like, you know, when Southwest had its massive meltdown. Oh Yeah. Like if you are relying only on that, then you're kind of messed over. So I would say having a backup of printed confirmations is really, really helpful. And sometimes it's like a small forest for our family, but hotels and airlines is really important. Um, so that is how to negate that technological hiccup is when you get bumped on a flight and you're like, no, I actually, this is what I booked. So yeah. That's really smart because we actually, so like I said, we went on a cruise. Like my daughter turned a junior, and I decided to take all the trips. Right? Well, I'm so and glad. So, yeah. so we we booked a cruise, and I had to book flights to New Orleans. And all of a sudden, like, like we're going. Like I booked a direct flight, right? But now we're going to like Wisconsin or something. I don't remember yes. where it was, but like it was some. Like we're going to New Orleans from Utah, and we had to go like north. Yeah, no, you don't want to do yeah. that, especially if you paid for that direct flight, right? Right, and I paid extra for yes. like the direct flight because right. I saw other options that like had layovers and things that were and, like yes, less expensive. But you're like, no, I want to, yeah, right. But I didn't know like what I'm doing. But my mom is like, you know, travel extraordinaire, yes. yeah, <laughs> and like she called and like. I don't know what she did. I can't remember, but like either got something for free or like did something. And I was like, oh, I could have done that. Like, yes. 
having those confirmation numbers and having what it was that you booked is really helpful because if you show up to someone and you're like, well, this is what I booked, but you have no proof of that. And, and it shouldn't be this way, right? You yeah. should be able to tell the airline agent like, well, I actually booked this and they should be able to look it up and see like, oh yeah, she actually booked this. But lots of times they don't or they won't. Yeah. And right. so having that gives you the option of being like, okay, here's my confirmation number. I'm going to call. This needs to be fixed. And you don't want to be the beast, right? You don't want to be the beast in the room. You don't want to be the Karen or anything, but yeah. you can be an advocate for yourself and having printed receipts, if you yeah. will, is, is really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I know the other thing that really trips me up and I don't put this in there. Um, like, so I go to CES every year in Las Vegas yes. and I book a lot of appointments at CES because I'm meeting with different brands and different like PR people and things like that. And every time, like the, when I first started doing that, I'd get to CES and they're an hour time difference. And I was like, your calendar is all thrown off. So thrown off because like yeah. it automatically adjusts. And I'm like, wait, was this that. booked at six mountain time or was this booked at six Pacific time? And I'm yeah. like, I have to like, so now I just put in the notes. Like first I set the time well, that's zone. That's actually really smart. That's really, just put yeah. in the notes when it actually is booked. That's yeah. a, that's an easy, simple way to do that. Yeah. Cause I also like, cause I, I set the time zone for the appointment, but then I still don't trust it. And so right. that's why I'm like putting it in the notes, like, okay, this appointment is at 6 p.m. And yes. so I'm like, okay, I know when it is. So that's, I think that's brilliant, actually. Yeah. And, and a simple solution, right? Right, right. <laughs> Just put it in the notes. Yeah. Um, any other like things that can trip you up? Um, I would say like, if you go somewhere like China, you know, if you go somewhere where there's some um, censorship, yeah. That's good to know ahead of time. I I honestly think the thing that trips me up the most is when I'm relying too much on my phone for tours and um, tickets, hotels, just in case. I We haven't had like any other offline maps are tricky too, but those would be my biggest hiccups and that's how to solve those for hey. me. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. All right, is there anything else we haven't talked about? With I don't think so. I think if you're wanting to get started in points and miles, that travel freely is super important. I honestly, for me, I'm like, just go, just start. Yeah. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be the perfect time. You know, I just, just start. But I think technology can totally enhance things. It's, I love that. I like getting apps for my kids that are based in places where we're going. You know, we went to the Anne Frank house and I got a little app for my 10 year old at the time to, to look that up and learn about things. And so it can be so awesome and so great to, to do that. So those are, those are my tips, but I am all for using technology the right way in your family. Yeah. Awesome. Me too. Yes. Like we're a very tech positive place here. Yes. So, um, awesome. Well, thanks. Where can people find you online? I, you've got it right there. Our okay. family passport, yeah. but our family like, passport. Yeah. and then, so just our family passport on Instagram or our family And then if you're interested in more like travel hacking things, we have a course called travel reward university too. Oh, very cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Have to take that because we'd you know, love to again. have you. <laughs> Again, got to get all the travel in now while yes. my kids yeah, are like actually can. still at home. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, thank you so, so, so much, Sarah. It was such a blast being on here. Yeah, yeah no problem. Thank you so much. And go ahead yeah. and take, take care of that little boy. Take care of the baby <laughs> that's screaming in the background. Awesome. <laughs> Wish there was some tech for that, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That doesn't help. <laughs> I know. I wish. Thank you so much. Yeah, have a good one. Bye.